0: The Finance Trends and Disruptions Podcast, powered by Stampley. Disruption, innovation, myth versus reality. The truth, featuring the voice of the office of the CFO, Ernie Humphrey. Hello, everyone. I'm Ernie Humphrey, the Vice President of Thought Leadership at Stampley. I'm thrilled to welcome everyone to the Finance Trends and Disruption Podcast. Today, I'm honored and humbled to have Eric Werner, CEO and co founder TIS, as my guest speaker on our episode today Bank Relationship Management and Risk Mitigation in the Next Normal. I've had the privilege of working with TIS several years on thought leadership related to the art of payments harmonization, payments and compliance risk mitigation, and effective bank relationship management. They truly share my commitment to thought leadership. And that's one of the many reasons that I'm thrilled to have Jurg as my guest on our podcast today. Jurg is the co founder and CEO. Of TIS. He draws on more than 20 years of experience in the treasury and corporate finance arena, with his most recent appointment being senior vice president and head of global treasury at SAP, where he and his team were responsible for international treasury management. Jörg, welcome to the podcast, my friend.
1: Great to be here. Thank you, Ernie.
0: Thank you so much. I know you're incredibly busy, so I sincerely appreciate your time. Can you please share with us just a little bit about your journey to becoming the CIO at TIS?
1: Actually, I'm the co-founder and
0: CEO of TIS. Okay. My mistake, I thought I said CEO. All right. How about all TIS all day? CEO and co-founder and CIO. Anyway, anyway
1: important is the co-founder. I started go. this business together with Errol Bozak, the second co-founder 10 years ago. Yeah. And the, the uh, company which we founded in 2010, uh, this company is based on the pain which I had uh, experienced over the 20 years in finance. I worked, at, as, as you said, as a senior vice president um, and head of global treasury for SAP, but I also had other roles in the German mid-market uh, segment as Finance Director, Head of Investor Relations. So the cradle of this company is the pain which I had in my former life before we started this business. Yeah, and the pain was uh, related to IT complexity and uh, inefficient finance financial processes. This finally uh, results in very high costs, high risk and uh, lack of transparency. Treasury is orchestrating mission critical processes, including payment processes so I had some sleepless nights as a trainer <laughs> <laughs> and um, then I saw this big problem, which I had as great of an opportunity leveraging my own experience. And, uh, we formed, uh, and inspired a world-class team and yeah, great to create something completely new from scratch and, uh, overcome and we overcame several barriers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so what I found with a lot of my partners like yourself is that when a business is born out of the pain that you felt yourself, you can really tell that right out of the gate. When you when you talk to people at your company, when you go into the solution, you can really see um, the commitment and you really know where you're coming from. You know exactly what the users need and you know exactly the challenges they'll face. And I think um one of the things that kind of attracted me to TIS back in the day when when you guys really hadn't come over to the u s market yet was just the understanding of the complexity of payments and the bank communications, which I think is something that even the TMS providers still shy away from. so having ha- so having that vision and really being able to truly serve folks uh, that have a global footprint was incredibly uh, powerful. Uh, to me, and also the whole philosophy of payments harmonization, rather than the U.S. dictating to the rest of the world, this is a way to do payments. Let's look at the best practices across the world, and let's all work together uh, to put those in case and providing the platform to do that. So let's talk a little bit about payments challenges, kind of pre and post uh, coronavirus. So so pre-coronavirus, back, uh, give me a little uh, back to the future here, maybe in December of of 2019. What did you see? As the biggest challenges that companies needed to overcome, r- relative to payments risk and effective bank relationship management, what what
1: what is what is what you thought before coming into two thousand twenty? Yeah, personally, I think the challenges uh, which we currently face are pretty much the same, uh, but the Corona crisis simply magnifies some of those challenges. It's about uh, cloud technology, cash visibility, and payment fraud. Uh, as challenges. For example, um, we talk a lot about the benefits of a cloud-based platform for mission critical processes, uh, such as payment processes. This didn't change at all since we started the company 10 years ago. However, if you look at what has happened uh, since the corona crisis, the fact that people have to work from home and uh, payments have to be made outside of uh, official um, office premises, The remote accessibility is very important right now. And this is a big thing. If you have locally installed e-banking tools in your office and you cannot invest from your home office, then you obviously have a problem to pay your suppliers, to pay your employees and to uh, settle your treasury deals. Um, So this is uh, great to be able to leverage cloud-based technology here and to support collaboration successful treasury is a lot about teamwork and successful collaboration with other teams second big big thing is cash visibility this is uh, right now for me it feels the situation we are in feels a bit like uh, the situation 2008 2009 financial crisis the cfo my boss yeah the group cfo he knocked on my door almost on a daily basis how much cash uh, do we really have as of today, right? Um, what happens if top line uh, goes down? What about sensitivity analysis? Uh, what about our counterparty default risk? Do we have all X in one basket? Um, how much cash do we uh, have in a certain bank clearing system? How does uh, operating cash flow look like? All these questions, right? Suddenly, this the, the treasurer, is in the uh, is is on the radar screen of the sea level, and uh, this is uh, also a challenge. And cash visi- providing cash visibility to your organization, is mission critical in these days. Um, last example, I want to highlight payment fraud. This has always been a hot topic. However, during the crisis. Uh, more companies have become victims of, um, for example, BEC, business Mm -hmm. email compromise attacks. Um, So this is the attack where someone someone will pretend to be a high-level manager and tell an employee employee that uh, due to extraordinary circumstances, they need to make a payment right now, and this is very urgent. So uh, what I want to say is that while it is not necessary to centralize your actual payment process to prevent fraud, it is key to bring all functions and information together using a single uh, platform, uh, have transparent, standardized processes, which you can scale and uh, at the end, which help you to put controls in place for fraud prevention. You can manage what you see only. So visibility is very important. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, yeah, you stole my line. I was going to say you can't manage, but you can't see, but you beat me to the punch. And so one of the things um, that I think really happened, which you mentioned was, if you had any weaknesses in your treasury management, they just got magnified by a 100%. And so like you said, visibility is key, right? You can't manage what you can't see. And especially in terms of what you're going to see, right? So we don't know what our customers are going to do? Are they going to pay us? Are they going to be able to pay us? And so not having that visibility into what they've done in the past and and maybe being able to communicate with them somehow in the cloud. So I think being in the cloud, one, in a, it enables your business continuity plan to go longer than maybe a week or two, uh, but also kind of unlocks the the Ideal world of payments, like you said, one payments, one platform, one place for visibility and control, right? And you also mentioned BEC scams, and I think it's really important. um i I think I hope companies are spending more time with their folks warning them because everybody's getting a lot more emails now, so people aren't paying attention. And so having conversations right with your treasury team and hopefully understanding that not only your treasury team but the whole company, you know we all need to be more diligent, and I think that we're absolutely. Uh, seeing uh, a bunch of those things. So let me kind of dovetail off that uh, last uh, question that you just answered. And so in terms of kind of when things started to change, how have you stayed engaged uh, with your customers? Um, Have you reached out to them? Have they reached out to you to kind of touch base and see how things are going and just kind of level set with them and just make sure that they were
1: uh, functioning as well as possible in this new environment? Yeah, there is a frequent communication between us and the customers. We support mission critical processes. We uh, manage on behalf of the customers uh, f- more than 50,000 bank accounts uh, thousands of users 24 seven hotline for our clients and the customer uh, satisfaction level is still pretty high. And we, it's, it's about customer experience and here we receive very good feedback um, by the way, it's also, also thanks to our customers, we are able to constantly innovate. Uh, to, we carefully listen to our customers. That's very important, not only in the sales process, but also when we have customers with us, they typically sign long-term contracts with TIS. Um, and we carefully listen to those customers. They have excellent ideas. And when we like those ideas, we bring them into through our R&D team uh, to the market within four weeks working in Sprint. Yeah, and this is the power of cloud community. Good ideas coming in from clients. We carefully listen. We deliver according to their preferences. And then when we have shipped a certain feature like whatever, sanction screening, right? Um, this can be used by all customers immediately because all customers are running uh, in a clean multi-tenant architecture and this is a game changer and um, it supports our innovation speed
0: okay great um, so let me let me ask you a question I just came to my head which I haven't asked anybody you don't have to tell on any banks I've never really talked to anyone about maybe the impact this has had on banks so you guys are communicating with you said hundreds or thousands of banks um, in general have you seen, more hiccups than you expected, maybe less in terms of the communication, even though it's done electronically. Have you seen any bumps in the road? Like I said, was it better, or worse, or has it been surprisingly how
1: well it's maintained itself so far? Same same situation as before. Once again, we support mission-critical processes. So our platform needs to be highly available, which it is. We guarantee certain uh, uptime, no problem. No problems at all on our platform and no problems at all uh, with uh, those banks. We are connected to 10,000 banks worldwide. We are in 80 countries already together with our clients and um, we are growing really fast. And by the way, worth to mention, yes, we are connected to 10,000 banks and uh, we are leveraging the Swift network. But... One of our USPs is the direct connectivity, host-to-host channels, um, which we have uh, established with uh, major banks, and this is what customers like as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: great. I'm glad to hear. It. I, I knew TIS was there and doing everything right. I was more curious about the banks because in the past I've seen, you know, the issues might be coming um, from their side. So I'm pleasantly surprised. So good job, all my bank partners out there that I used to terrorize all the time when I was a customer. You mentioned how quickly you were able to get folks up and running, which is amazing. Have, have you and your team seen uh, more companies uh, being more proactive and reaching out to you, realizing that oh no, I can't make my payments. Have you guys seen an influx of, of companies that are more interested that may have been, well, we might want to put this off now. It's like, I need to get my house in order almost by necessity.
1: Yeah, sometimes when the roof is on fire, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. You need, you need to react fast. Right. And the good news is when, when the treasurer is suddenly on the radar screen of the CFO, what a surprise sometimes you see is, oh, there is a budget. Suddenly there is budget available to do the homework and to create cash visibility and control establish payment processes uh, uh, to reduce the risk of payment fraud. So this is a very nice wave. Treasurers can right now probably they simply leverage the situation to get uh, to acquire additional budget. It's so miserable right now. So and yes, we see a lot of demand coming in um, right now. We had a we had the best uh, first quarter in company history despite the Corona crisis. Right. So, yeah. So as you
0: mentioned now we we Treasury has a seat at the strategic table now. So as you mentioned, we need to take advantage of that, right? And so being able to, to pivot so quickly with solutions like TAS, now we can show that we deserve deserve that seat at the table and we can give them information on a daily basis, almost in real time and really facilitate the business agility that we need, right, in this environment. So we have to react every day because we don't know what's happening. So So I think, so solutions like TIS help us earn that seat at the table, right? Definitely.
1: It's, it's about riding the um, corona wave. This helps. Um, but it's also about the overall company strategy, yeah. digitalization. This is a really hot topic. And um, what I see, uh, companies are more willing now to embrace solutions that can help them uh, to become more efficient, more agile, uh, more future proof. That's really good. When we started 10 years ago, we were pretty early with cloud technology, right? Uh, at that time, 10 years ago, some competitors thought this is a stupid idea to, uh, run payment process through a cloud uh, technology, but today it's a standard and we are proud to see that this vision is reality. And uh, so, so nobody invests in on premise anymore. Uh, not from a customer perspective, but also not from an investor perspective. This is mainstream. And I think the why is cloud so, so uh, attractive from a treasury perspective? It's about quick time to value. Cloud technology makes you more or less independent from your internal IT. You don't need to ask for IT resources. Your IT teams, they don't slow you down. Uh, you need to achieve something. You need to deliver figures to the CFO regard, with regards to cash visibility. And you need a solution now and you need it fast. And therefore, cloud technology is great. And by the way, also IT teams like it. Huh? Instead of reinventing the wheel over and over and on premise, they are happy that they are the IT teams are happy to see and very supportive that the treasure outsources complexity to vendors which do which uh, are have a, a strategic focus on on that those processes, simply scalability is higher.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree, and these are that's some of the things I've been um, working on and talking about uh, with your team, and and really kind of showing people part of that value proposition is that IT prop. You go to your IT team and say you're not going to have to support me every day. They're going, to, they're going to love you. You're going to be their favorite person because managing all those bank files and maintaining those bank files and helping maintain an on-premise system and the plugins and the updates and all those things, it's definitely a game changer. And you become more of a strategic partner with IT instead of someone that's just asking them for things that don't add value to the company uh, per se. So let's shift gears a little bit into your role uh, as a CEO so can you share with me a few of the most significant challenges you faced as, as more of your team has had to work remotely?
1: Yeah. I mean, we are used to work remotely because we have six, uh, office locations in the U S uh, and in Europe. So, uh, this is not a big deal for us as always. You need to stay uh, connected with your teams. Over-communication is not a risk. We have uh, established that work-from-home policy very early compared to, to others in the market. And this was uh, highly appreciated by our colleagues. Um, back to the communication uh, topic. Communication is so important yeah, to to keep this the, the, the team spirit high. We have regular... Uh, virtual coffee corner sessions. We have employees pulse surveys. We have daily stand-up meetings in the teams. And uh, I do, by the way, don't forget to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what we have as well is every Friday uh, the, the US team with the European team, we have a virtual uh, beer drinking event. It's called Corona Happy Hour. Yeah. Uh, where we uh, met uh, to uh, where we come together and uh, yeah celebrate. Now, now, yeah that that's amazing. So I
0: of course you know I love the the part about having fun because I'm all about uh, having fun and so yeah and so the other things that really caught me which which I I've I've known your team for a long time is is that you can tell when someone has their employees engaged and has had that remote philosophy and that the philosophy of having the best people. And empowering them to work and not necessarily all being being in the same place, because I've seen um, as your company has grown, you can see the talent level has stayed the same. And so having that flexibility and and having that commitment to their professional development and having that commitment uh, to supporting them and having fun at the same time, uh, I think I think that I think that really shows them from what I've seen. So, So. so let's just go ahead and, and wrap things up here. I know this is a tough question, but, but that's what I'm here for. Uh, let's, let's imagine that we've got thousands of people across the globe listening to this podcast and they're hanging on your every word, which always happens when you're speaking. What are the three things that you would offer Treasury leaders to focus on in delivering that secure and efficient payments experience in any environment? Because I think we're going to go back to the office, but they were going to be right back
1: in more of this remote environment. Definitely. So we believe that most companies, they should leverage a clear cut multi-tenant cloud architecture. This is a state of the art and, um, leverage best of breed technology. That's my proposal. Uh, Nobody can be good everywhere. Yeah. So cloud technology plus best of breed is, from my perspective, the new normal. Uh, What what does that mean for uh, our company? Think about payment formats, this library of uh, payment formats, which we have available for our customers and the library of bank connectivity in combination with ERP integration. This is important together with that speedy rollout. And uh, I mean, so what? Well, we guarantee a 3 to 5x return on invest, And this is 3 to 5x per year. Yeah. So this hopefully supports, from a treasury perspective, this should support your business, your internal business case. Next to creating transparency and reducing risk, you uh, are, as a treasurer, you are able to deliver three to five x uh, ROI that uh, best of breed approach. Okay, thanks so much.
0: Let me go ahead and grab a few of the the many. Great, great things that you told me today uh, before we wrap up the podcast. And so and so I think um, a couple of things were clear in the coronavirus. What we've seen, if you had any weaknesses, those were probably exposed five or tenfold. And so it's really important. And now we have the opportunity as Treasury to earn that seat at the strategic table by enabling that visibility that we need, enabling that payments harmonization, taking that burden off of our IT team and to be productive our teams and our company and with our customers we need to have over over communicate uh, as much as possible we need to invest in in those relationships and we also uh, need to be cognizant of the changing payments risk and and have the best in breed technology best in class technology in that cloud environment so your thank you so much um not only for your time today but your commitment to thought leadership and serving the treasury profession my friend Thank you, Ernie, and uh,
1: talk to you soon. Stay safe. All the best.
0: Thank you for attending this episode of the Finance Trends and Disruptions podcast. I encourage you to visit www.stampley.com to consume more thought leadership resources to help fuel your career success. Make the rest of your day great, everyone. The truth matters.